0: Guys, welcome back to the Irish Pod. And today is a very, very exciting guest, Mike sponsor founder of M Cube. And M Cube is—tell us about it, Mike.
1: Well, M Cube is a company that started uh, its life about 21 years ago in Italy with uh, three partners. I'm one of the three partners, and uh, we started with the, the so-called in-store radio services. So. Developing and supplying clients with the background music, not only contents but also all the technological uh, equipment that we need to transmit music from a server to a store, different stores, different contents. So we started facing that uh, 21 years ago all the problems connected with connections, uh, internet connection speed of transferring files from the server to the store. It's been a very long process, especially in Italy, because 21 years ago, the lines were really mm, primitive. And then finally, after a few years, when all the technical troubles and also the the expectation from clients developed through the years, we could focus more on content. So we don't think about technological problems now. We think only about finally about contents so the right music for the right store for the right clients
0: so let's go to the to the store let's talk about space yeah. um as a company we have you know various technologies various software um that's all about audio and the beauty of different forms of audio and taking you back to the space where that audio was was created What's the relationship between audio and spaces? Because that's essentially a core part of what your proposition is for your clients.
1: Yes, Um, let's put it this way. When we started and I was doing, because we started in our area, geographical area. So me and my partner used to go by car and do the installations ourselves. And what we will find uh, 20 years ago was audio systems extremely primitive in the stores Uh, just to make an example you have a store with two floors and they wire the amplifier with the speakers not even considering right or left so one floor had the right channel and the second floor had the left channel so some songs you could you could only hear drums and bass and back vocals in one floor and the rest of the instrumentation above so it was really a a big 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 issue for us Uh, that's why we developed our players with a mono output because you never know what you can find around the world no Mm -hmm. you never know the level of technological um, approach of a store let's say in italy but maybe in germany or france or belgium spain southern america you never know what you can find so we our output is in mono and uh, and then the problem of specialization in the stores it's uh it's a problem that we cannot uh, face because again we don't know what amplifiers they have how many speakers do they have because usually they use speakers of uh, 12 inches for an area of 70 square meters so if you are like just under the speaker if they're on the floor you hear something but if you move two meters three meters away it changes completely no and all the sounds it's polluted by the cash registers or frigiders uh, or in a fashion store, but people talking, especially women
0: talking, we know that. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah. Sorry? Are we allowed to say that? (laughs) I'm Italian. (laughs) We're banned from making such accusations in London. uh, No, no, I'm joking.
1: (laughs) But there are a lot of uh, background noises now that that affect uh, our artistical choices. So we could start with the most artistic and creative point of view from our side, but when the music goes into a store, into a into the I mean, into a shop or into a car dealer, it changed completely, completely.
0: As a as a creator of music, not just an installer of some sort of yeah. you know solution for background um, for background atmosphere. It, I can only imagine this experience when you walk in somewhere and you look around and they've got these NAF speakers and you're just like, yes. How, how can I make something sound good in this, in this space? Um, how has it evolved over time then? So you started 21 years ago. Now, do you find that the, the clients that you're working with are much more tuned into the idea yes. that they have to invest in the technique? Yes,
1: they invest in mm. technique. They invest in quality of amplifiers and loudspeakers. Uh, and um i've seen that from uh from starting from a chain of supermarket in italy they started investing really wow, a huge amount of money with a huge amplifiers controlled by the headquarters so the, the the director of the store has no access to volume and tone and nothing everything is made by headquarters and we're talking about 15 years ago so it was really and now and now we we see that architects when they are starting uh, to develop a new concept for the stores they think about the music hmm. it happened once that i had a client they had the uh, they had um, do-it-yourself stores you no know, bricolage and the store was 108 uh, 180 square meters and they had 108 80 speakers huge amount because the architect didn't know what to do no maybe i don't know so they now they pay a lot of attention to that to quality quality and quality for instance they install subwoofers yeah. that few years ago nobody was interested in installing a subwoofer yeah. but if you are a fashion shop with the young people inside they are used to listen to the music with a certain amount of bass frequencies no and also the music is made like that yeah. because if you're listening to trap rap and and rmb and modern r yeah b you yeah, know, it's all about the base yeah
0: you need that it's all about the base <laughs> exactly um changing it to the to the creative side then yeah. so you're working with brands um, to really extend their storytelling through audio and and visual do you think that that's something that brands now have as a Core part of their identity. I imagine before you know, twenty years ago or so, well, fashion brands. Yes, mm-hmm. everyone else. It was more like just need some background music. No, they didn't. Ambience. They didn't even know it was possible. No. Right.
1: Okay. We had a service uh, uh, in like in the sixties and fifties in Italy. It was called. Uh, uh, how can I say? Well, it was kind of cable radio. No, and also people in rich people had them in the living room. No. And you could have a small player on the wall connected with the telephone. And you could listen to five different channels of music. Really? In the 40s. Oh, wow. In the 40s. And it started... Uh, the first thing was starting in Switzerland because they couldn't have... Because of the mountain, they couldn't have the traditional FM radio or, or shortwave radio. So they started developing this, no? Put so in the rudimentary music. internet type. Yeah, yeah, kind of. But using telephone lines. Hmm. Eight wow. Eighty years ago amazing
0: that's streaming yeah amazing yeah so brands are starting to think more about this and i think maybe you know brands have already for many years had that sonic id Mm -hmm. as part of their lock up brand logo whatever like mcdonald's is obviously one that comes to mind where that tune is synonymous but do you see more brands thinking about this uh, multi-channel approach in store online on advertising
1: absolutely Absolutely. And music is a really a central uh, uh, piece of the retail formula. Absolutely today. Um, because it's a part of uh, how do you translate the brand in different languages? No, It's not a marketing language. So my goal is to translate the, the identity of a brand into musical propositions. So we analyze and we rebuild, we do a reverse engineering of the marketing research into a musical language, which is not rocket science, it's still subjective, but people, even though they are using, uh, using uh, a lot of music during the day, everybody is an expert, you know, like soccer, everybody's an expert of something, uh, still now they, they ask us to do something. And what we do is a game because we force the creative process uh, to obtain a good level. Sometimes our creative approach is absolutely far away from the expectation of the clients, because at the end they finally make the selection of good music, but not so, can I say, not so overdriven, you know, Mm. to creative atmosphere definitely make an example No, we are working with the um, with the brand with a car brand uh, luxury car brand and um, each car has particular names not numbers or letters names like silver shadow or azure it's not rolls royce not bentley but it's another brand so what we found is to analyze the name of the cars and to find music connected the choice of that name no so if you say my car is called uh, azure i think about uh, the south of france and that gives me a huge selection of music because i go back to the 60s and then i found artists today they are proposing that kind of dolce vita music no so you, you you make a selection very creative on one side but then you know that the client um, a lot of people think too many drivers at too, the many, wheel. too many cooks yeah and they was, a, can we have some lounge music yeah, <laughs> at yeah. the end no?
0: with the word lounge it means nothing and everything <laughs> at the same time no? <laughs> it's like lift lift music you know back in the day like you just have that kind of background yeah 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 elevator music you think about that yeah uh, but you know how this started with elevator
1: music no well it's a very very interesting story it's about 100 years ago they found a way to connect a, a phonograph to the telephone in the elevators of New York really because people were getting nervous because they were very so slow and dangerous
0: calming people yeah. down as they yeah. traveled but
1: because of copyright problems they couldn't use the original recording so, so I take the song and I make my own recording Really? and they become elevator music uh, music as they call it music you know? yeah yeah
0: I going to talk to you about copyright a bit a bit more um, you touched on something a second ago which I want to dig into so if you could propose something to a brand and I think I know what your answer is gonna be visual or audio you can only pick one
1: mm.
0: Wow you can only pick one you're gonna go with the visual identity and develop that or you're gonna go with
1: I would select, as a partner of the company, I will select the video because it's much more (laughs) expensive for the client. But from a memory recall perspective? Oh, well, I would say perfume.
0: Really? Okay. (laughs) So I don't answer No, but that's an interesting answer. Yeah. Because it's multi sensory.
1: The most most direct uh, sense is the olfative sense. So if you're talking about memory, the most direct is the olfative, no sense.
0: So how do we introduce that to the mix of, of branding? I we guess some stores also, already tried
1: we did. We did a, a project in 2003, so 20, 19 years ago. I, we already started a couple of years with the music and then we were starting with the video. And then one day I came to the office and said, why don't we think also about offerative no, solution? And uh, they already had the, the machines that you plug and they spread some perfume in the air. But it was not what I was meaning. I was finding a way to synchronize music video and alternative at the same time. And we did it and we won a lot of prizes around Europe because we developed a screen with a, in a kiosk, very modern, aluminum with buttons. You could select the video and in the video you could smell and listen. And it was an
0: amazing,
1: amazing product.
0: That's, so you were but how do you remove the previous scent
1: thanks for the question <laughs> we developed <laughs> we developed a system uh, that was uh, absolutely it was only used for shoes right it was a brand of shoes that you could have the kind of plastic uh, that could uh, make the foot breath but don't get wet at the same time right. so it could it could the air could pass between the, and we use that material going nighttime in the university's laboratories laboratories no nighttime using all the st- machines to include in this very small uh globes of this matter yeah the scent so it, if the go. scent was stopping and another came the air was clean because we had no we are not spraying anything no oils nothing was like fresh air
0: that's incredible yeah
1: but very expensive it was impossible and it's still impossible to make an industrial product too much too much expensive
0: we, i mean that scent when you walk past the store and you go it's almost like there that's a spray a, yeah it's like a bit overpowering sometimes like sometimes. A, like a kind of Abercrombie and fitch yeah. where you've got to go in with a with a, with a, a flashlight problem. and that's the uh, problem yeah yeah but what we're getting into is something really interesting which is the sensory reaction mm-hmm to uh to an experience and ultimately what you're building are experiences that go beyond the physical transaction that is taking place where you're purchasing a luxury item Mm -hmm. or whatever it might be um how important is that for brands to really pay attention to and which stick out in your mind as the ones that are leading the way well
1: i always used to say that we make music for three different uh, heads so one is the marketing office so we develop the music for the brand. We developed the music uh, also for the client of the store, for the shopping experience, which for a fashion store, it's about 30 minutes. In 30 minutes, you listen to eight, nine songs. So we have eight, nine songs to create a customer experience that could connect the music to the brand. And the client, who think that we are li- that they are listening to a piece of of the brand through music you know what i mean mm. so it's not very easy to transfer this information in eight songs so the selection of the music is very 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 accurate because of this we just don't put uh, songs uh, no like that yeah, <laughs> by, yeah. By, by the kilo and also the third head who is listening to the music is the people who work in the stores eight hours of exposure to the music in a passive way they don't select they must accept it and there's a big difference in this kind of acceptance of music because mass market they feel that the music is made for them to contribute to the working environment work environment on the other side employees uh, of a fashion brand, they know that the music is made for the brand so they don't listen. I go home and I will listen to what I like. When I'm in the store, I know, I'm aware that the music is an expression of the brand. But in a supermarket, no, the music is made for me. I'm working here eight hours a day. No, this is made for my wellness. And it changed completely because we had a lot of feedbacks on the music from the employees.
0: The wellness point is, is crucial and in the, in the employee um, side of things as well. I can't remember who it was who said it to me, but it stuck with me. Before you create a really excellent customer experience, first of all, you have to create a really strong cut, uh, employee experience. Otherwise, how could you expect these employees to do a good job in selling mm-hmm. your, your brand? Um, what kind of role then, just extending that idea about wellness, how can music help us be well? be centered, take us back?
1: Well, we have a lot of different, uh, I'm not going into psychological aspects of music, no, because I'm not an expert of that. Music, you like it or you don't like it? No, actually, so, but if you work in 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 a modern contemporary, with a contemporary brand, no, that's it sub or uh can i say another brand of uh, for young people no you must be aware that the people also who work there is very young so it's not so hard to make a selection of music because all the listener will be in the same range actually Ooh. but there are some places where there is a big difference between the client and the employee employees young and the client is maybe middle age or even more so balancing this is also wellness of both of both people is extremely important you no know, because you must transfer the customer experience create the customer experience but also on the other side the people who work in the store must be happy
0: the um the overriding thing here is the customer experience um we were talking about it just before we we started here with the current cost of living crisis and companies being absolutely hammered with their energy bills is this an area that unfortunately becomes all too easy to cut away at for the company because you know marketing brand all of these things are like the easy ones to just go okay we'll worry about that later
1: it is it is a subject today and uh, especially for video solutions because if you have video walls the consumption is not something to to neglect i mean mm. you must pay a lot of attention to this i tell you that years ago we won uh, a tender for a huge client because the difference of electric consumption between our player and a computer was absolutely there was no game i mean it was like four watts uh, against uh, 75 watts per hour yeah so we paid a lot of attention with music with the our players but if you have 100 screens it's impossible i mean it's yeah. a matter yeah it's a matter
0: is it is it a false um economy though in terms of switching off some of these experience Aspects, because ultimately that then isn't bringing the footfall or Mm -hmm. driving that brand impact that is the whole point of what you're building for for these companies and for their customers
1: this is something totally new for us so we're talking about something that started happening a couple of weeks ago yeah and we have clients investing a lot into screens and lead walls etc so ex- right now i don't have an answer of what could be a next uh, scenario about that yeah. music is not this huge problem like, talking about an, an, an energy
0: yeah on the um on the creative side what's the process that you go through when you've got that brand you've got the brief yeah and you're trying to create the content the music, the sound no, bed? The
1: first, the first thing is to meet the right person. <laughs> In the company? Mean? Yeah, because sometimes we have a meeting with the IT guy who is totally not interested into a creative process, no? <laughs> no? no? Or we have a meeting with a marketing person who is not interested into music. So it's always uh, finding the right person with the right sens- sensibility also to talk about music. We receive uh, the brand Bible, as they call it, or the brand book and we start analyzing that. We take a couple of weeks of that, and then we come back uh, to the client with the first proposition. Usually it takes, uh, it takes a month to become, to, to, to arrive to a final uh, product, to a final program of music, playlist, as you want to call it. And then our job is to feed this music monthly, But we must pay attention to that. Because if we start today with the perfect music for the stores, in six months, uh, the sound of that selection will be old. Even if I add songs, the overall sound will be will be old, especially for people who work. Uh, It's all the same old songs. No, we have the demonstration that we are adding and taking down music all the time. But the sound is the same. No? So if I am, it's like listening to a playlist on Spotify of a hard rock. After six months, even if you are adding new songs, the song would be the same.
0: Yeah. So um, seasonality, what about, I mean, what about something that that's happened right, you know, recently in, in well, for the world, but for, for us in the UK, especially the, the death of the, of the Queen. Yeah. How, how do you roll out? A update to playlists that might have tunes or a tonality that's incorrect for that moment in time. Is that well? That, do, uh, do, do, you, do you even think about things like world we, events? We, like, we
1: think about that. Yeah, we think about that, and we faced a lot of different situations from from COVID nineteen. You no, know, in Italy, where they, all the stores they wanted Italian music to bring people together. You no, know, sing along songs. Mm. So there was a renaissance of all the Italian songs, for instance, No, uh, I must say that for this right, for this very subject you're talking about, we don't have stores, so many stores in UK. So actually, basically, they shut down the music. So there was no special selection. They just shut down the music for right, a few okay. days. That's that's what we've done also a few years ago when the, the owner of the, company of our clients died suddenly and there was no time to find out music for this we just shut down the music yeah yeah seasonality how does that play yes in? now we, yeah. we starting now with christmas music yeah.
0: now god really yeah i saw i saw no um, we're starting selecting oh christmas okay music. i thought you meant oh god, i thought you meant playing it in the stores um i saw some uh, some displays of christmas things that you could buy the other day and like, i Get, seems to get earlier and earlier every year so so do you just do like blanket jingle bells type music no <laughs> no
1: no 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 because i've opened the door to gospel music for instance all oh, right yeah yeah paying attention to religious contents because we are working also in in countries where there's a different religion no different uh, approach to christmas season and uh, um and also as m cube we produced almost 100 new christmas songs so
0: new new, new original, this is original content original you content um, composed yes.
1: yes we took singers bands uh, and noises of christmas no <laughs> the jingle bell stuff and we built up around 100 original songs yeah because otherwise uh it's all about mariah carey george michael and and, and all the classics now yeah
0: um which brings me to the to the point around the the copyright so i mean you know you've got youtubers that put a sound bed on you've got ai solutions that can generate a, a soundtrack mm-hmm. to put on your explainer video if you're a if you're a company there's a lot of shortcuts to get around the problem but are they actually delivering a sonic experience that is actually
1: there is there is a, a there are shortcuts uh, since maybe 10 years now mm. but all all the propositions are or problematic with the quantity of music available or with quality. So we need a lot of songs to deliver a good service to all different clients and uh, with exclusive contents. So the best way should be to have full access all the time to the catalogs of the majors and without limitations. But copyright is a jungle. There's a jungle out there. Liberalization in Europe made a chaos. In Italy, it's chaos because today we can have a new collecting company, tomorrow another. No, this song is mine. No? How do
0: we simplify that? Because it's certainly something that we've seen as uh, well.
1: There's a a very simple way to simplify this. It's called piracy. (laughs) (laughs) We are all pirates. (laughs) No, there is is a way to have licenses, no, to be fully fully legal. Yeah. i mean it's very expensive but clients know and we have a lot of attention to single songs to find out who is the owner of that song in terms of authorship now publishing and discographic labels
0: well i guess the other solution is original material
1: original material but now finally there is a new uh operator it's based in london actually and the name of the company, it's called Rehego. And they are doing a very good catalog. They have a very good catalog, legal proof. So the legal model is very interesting for man, The quantity and the quality is very high. They have Quincy Jones as a, uh, as a testimonial. Right. Know? Okay. For instance. So, know? yeah. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. If is saying it's good, I mean, who are we to say, no, it's yeah. not good. Yeah. But all the other solution that I found on the road, crap.
0: Yeah. Crap. And then it, I guess it feeds back right to the beginning of authenticity and not cutting corners. Because if this is your brand, mm-hmm. your experience, your customers, your employees, as you've touched upon, we need to have something that's authentic and true to what the brand stands for.
1: Yes. I totally um, this is my goal my purpose to really deliver an authentic uh, musical composition. I don't buy the latest uh, Cafe del Mar uh, compilation. I mean, I could do that, but I listen to every single song with the team there's a team of 12 people around Europe, you no, know, and listening and finding out and it take, it takes a lot of time to do that, no. Yeah, it takes a lot of time. Listening to the lyrics. This is another problem, no that for for an english based country uh, english language uh, based country it's quite normal but if you deliver music in all the world you never know what is the reaction not only for explicit lyrics which is quite easy to find out but explicit contents this is not a subject no because there are a lot of explicit contents without explicit uh, lyrics or bad words, no? So you must pay a lot of attention, especially if you're delivering music in some countries, no? Where the attention is very high.
0: If you, if you have a, yeah, so if you have a brand that's a global brand. Yeah. Something that fits in one territory. Absolutely. You cannot just paint across. Abs-
1: if you have a global client, uh, you, might, you must tell the people, look, I give you this music, which is okay for Italy. But I cannot broadcast this music let's say in Saudi Arabia or even sometimes in London, we had troubles. I had a client in London, an Italian client with English people working in the store and we couldn't find the songs that we're talking about. We couldn't and it was not explicit, but there was a kind of sexual meaning somewhere mm. and it's about sensibility. No, I didn't know we were so sensitive in in the UK. Maybe only this person. (laughs) It's amazing. There is there is a there is a car brand that used on Italian in Italy for a TV spot with family in the car, take a walk on the wild side. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine in prime time?
0: Wow. Well,
1: it's a song made 50 years ago, but still the content
0: is not so mm, not so family family related. Mike, I can't believe it, but we're, we're pretty much out of time um, here. Uh, just leave us with, I guess, some insights around. You know, we have a number of companies that follow us, smaller startup companies. If you want to build sound into your experience as a brand, how can you do that as a smaller company without unlimited budget? What are your top tips? Um, and where do you think this is going in the future, technology, content-wise? Is this something that all companies will be thinking about or is it still something that's you know, quite well, limited? I think that
1: music will be always a part of the retail uh, format, always. Uh, this is not a problem. Music will be all, always in the stores. But I have uh, a lot of uh, requests of uh, making it more more liquid no without uh, technological um equipment i mean especially for players etc because people are want an app they w- everybody wants an app to do that which is of course a matter of connection no and giving the music uh, putting the music in the hands of the store director because other it could be easily mistaken. No, you could put the the, the 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 wrong music for your brand. So interaction is one subject, but also it's not really possible in terms of marketing. No, and also in terms of copyright, mm. n- everybody wants the interaction, but for commercial purposes, interaction is not really possible.
0: Mm. Yeah, not not a simple thing to get started with. But I guess if you're a, if you're an owner of a of a small store that's hustling, you know, uh, a commercial account on Spotify, it's not possible. Up, it's not possible, right? No. So how do you do it? What do you do? Where can you go to? You, well, you 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 must use a professional service. Yeah, it's the only way around it. Oh, it's the only way. Oh. Um, but a Sonos speaker in the corner of your of your your store or something like that is a is well a tech-
1: le- legal, legally legally. All you could have without using uh, um, a music provider with a license, it could be having uh, uh, maybe um, a web radio. That's right. the only thing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And you have must have a license for the web radio anyway. Yeah. Or listening to a FM with all the troubles. You no. Know? Or yeah. having the then advertising, or you have a competitor.
0: Yeah. Well, then you've got their their cur- curation um mike this has been really fascinating um i've loved digging into this with you um where can people reach you if they're interested in finding out more about mcube what you can do for them i'll be at, i'll be at the pub downstairs <laughs> <until midnight. laughs> i think uh, what is it mqdigital.com exactly site.
1: that's the website and we have an office in london and in another another cities in europe so it's a multinational company and um, if you want if people want to have more information about that it's the website you said so mcubedigital.com
0: great mike thanks so much for joining us thank on you Irish very Podcast. much
1: for the invitation it's been a pleasure
0: thank you